Welcome back to the show. This is Ashley. If you've been listening to the show regularly, then you will have noticed that it's been a while since we've dropped an episode. And the reason for that is because I've been in a process of feeling for what the next step is for this show. So it's been a very internal process of wayfinding, and it's actually what you're going to hear on this episode. So I recorded this episode a little over a month ago, actually, and I've been kind of sitting on it for a while because of the fact that I've been going through this internal exploration around the direction for the show. So you're going to get to hear a little bit about that. And the announcement that I have is that this is the season finale of our first season of the show. So the the sort of spoiler at the end of the process that I was in the middle of when I recorded this episode is that I've decided we're going to wrap this season, take a couple of months off. And the current plan is to come back with season two this fall. So I don't want to put a hard date on it yet, but we will most likely drop a season two teaser with some announcements around when to expect the new season of the show, probably in the mid-fall. So we're really excited for that. I think it's going to be nice for us to have a little bit of time to rest and give some space for the new iteration of the show to come through for season two. With that, I just really want to take this time to thank you for being here for listening to the show. If this is the first time you're tuning in to welcome you to the show, I'm so grateful for every single person that listens. This podcast is really important to me. And I'm just really thankful for those who have been supporting the show and for those who have been here with us listening. So with that, I just want to let you sit back and enjoy the season finale of our podcast. Enjoy the show. I really want to talk today about having deep trust in ourselves and especially in what our systems, our bodies, and our minds are feeling like about the ways we're living, the things we're doing, like what feels good to us and what doesn't, and deeply trusting that. So Something that's been coming up for me a lot lately has been stuff around this show. Ever since I've moved to North Carolina into a new space, a new lifestyle, I'm surrounded by family now, my life looks very different, and I'm I'm really happy here in, in a way that I frankly wasn't before. And so the the focus of my life feels like it's shifting right now, and there's just a lot more things that I'm focused on that are not necessarily this show. And that's been an interesting challenge for me. Creating this podcast has been one of the most important things so far in my life. I've had this ever-evolving relationship to my vocation. What am I called to do? What feels really fulfilling and good to me? This has been something I've been seeking searching for for a long time. I was somebody who really knew what she wanted to do 
from the time I was small, I wanted to be a biologist. I knew that when I was six or seven years old. And yet all the different iterations that I took in that career didn't end up feeling fulfilling the way I'd expected them to. And so I I sat in this long period that turned into years where I was sort of waiting. I was I've always still been doing things. I've always still had jobs, but it was more like I was waiting for something more aligned with what would feel the best to me and would feel really purpose-filled and fulfilling. I was waiting for it to drop in. And it just felt like it was never going to come. It felt like that empty space was just a void that was never, ever going to end. And then after I got pregnant and gave birth to my daughter, there was so much growth that happened through that experience. It was in 2022 that I had this lightning bolt of insight sort of come in. I was also attending a summit that had a a variety of different speakers and interviews. And I was attending this online virtually. And the result of listening to those women, feminine business leaders that were speaking about the way they lead, the way they create, the way they run their businesses, I had really big insights arrive as a result of that experience. And it felt like something in me got activated. And it was then that the idea for this podcast dropped in and I started having a flood of ideas come to me. It was one of the most exciting moments of my life. And as I started to create the show, actually put it in physical manifestation, it has felt so aligned, so exciting for me. It's been a huge growth process. It really has been me living at my edge It's like an embodiment of what the show is meant to be about, which is living at the edge of what you already know and pushing into the unknown and also pushing into something better for you, living at the edge of your comfort zone. And it's been an absolutely magnificent experience because it's had highs and lows and I've gotten to navigate all of those. And it's been my own project. I've had a fabulous experience collaborating with Lauren If you listen to the show, you can probably tell we work so beautifully together. We work synergistically together. We've had these conversations that you're hearing for years, but this is the first time that we've gotten to actually record them and create something from them that we can put out into the world. It's extremely exciting. It's been so fulfilling and wonderful. And so here's where I'm coming with this. I have been feeling ever since moving here, that something is shifting around this project. And it's a little hard for me to know exactly what or how at first. And I've been trying to put my finger on what it is. I've been feeling less motivated to create the episodes. And at first it felt like, well, there's just too much happening. And there's still a lot happening. We're still settling in. It takes time to really root into a new place and really get everything into a more stable state. And it's only been a month and a half. But at the same time, things have started to settle down by now. And that feeling is actually intensifying the feeling of sort of feeling pulled away from the show. And so I've been deeply reflecting on well, what does that mean? (laughs) Is it just over? And I know I'm being really transparent, because it feels like the right thing to do. I want to share all this with you. I'm not sure that the answer really is that it's over, though. 
you know, I have a, a spiritual teacher that is the person that I have trained with the most and I have worked with her in person and remotely for years now. She's really the teacher that has been the by far the most influential in my entire life. And she is a really interesting model because I've watched her grow her business and the offering that she puts into the world. I've watched her embody that and let it grow and change with her over the years. And she is such a fascinating and just amazing model because she is someone who has done so much inner work. She has healed so much transformed herself so much and she is living a life she loves because she has worked so hard for it. I watch her continue to practice over and over and over again, just trusting what her inner self is saying. And if her inner self says, it's time to get up and move to a new place, she does it. Even when parts of her heart are like attached to where she is and has, you know, the friends and loved ones and doesn't want to leave. If her soul self, her higher self is really calling to her that it's time, she listens and she follows. And I just, I admire that so deeply because it is so hard to do. When every logical thing in your brain is telling you not to do something, like this doesn't make any sense, you try to, you know, reason your way out of something, but your higher self is still saying, but it's time. So many people, so many of us, and there's no blame in this, what I'm saying, but so many of us don't listen to that call because it's uncomfortable. We have to put ourselves outside our comfort zone. And so we don't listen to the call. We tell ourselves like, that doesn't make any sense. Why am I going to get up and move? It's so much easier to stay here and everything's fine here. I don't see any reason to leave, but she listens. With her business, When she feels like something is asking to shift and change, she changes it. And this woman has literally thousands of people that are participating in her programs, expecting the content that she's putting out, awaiting her new offerings. If she makes a change, it affects a lot of people. She's always very communicative about what she's doing, but she does not apologize for following her soul's calling. She does not apologize. And so her business, her offerings, they just evolve with her, however she's feeling called. And I think the reason why it's such a great model for me is because I've had this experience of things shifting for me a lot in my life, but I have not trusted them the way she does. I've second guessed them. I've been scared and I'm learning this, right? So in the course of my own career, when I finished my doctoral degree, I got a doctoral degree in comparative physiology back in 2012 and moved on from that into a career in wildlife conservation, which turned out not to be the fulfilling career that I expected it to be. And by the time, you know, I had that job for I had a temporary position first, and then I moved into a permanent position in 2014, and I held that job until 2016, but by the time I left that job after two years, my system, I mean, I was literally physically sick, and I was mentally really unwell. I stayed so long, and it doesn't sound like a long time, right? Two years isn't that long, but by, I, it was soul-sucking, that job. 
I'm very grateful for the experience and I'm so glad I had it and I don't regret it at all. But it was like my inner self was begging me to leave because I was physically and mentally burnt out. I was so exhausted. It was a very draining job. And so when I left, I ended up moving into a, a series of other careers after that. I taught community college for a while. I led youth crews doing invasive plant removal for a few summers. I moved into working for a garden center for a few years, selling trees and shrubs for landscaping projects. And I've done so many different things. And every single time, what has happened is that after a certain amount of time, I just start feeling unsatisfied by the work. I start feeling like I hate going. <laughs> I start feeling demotivated, right? And so the story that's easy for me to tell myself and that I have told myself for years, every time something like this happens, when, when I start to lose interest in it, I start telling myself this story about how I just don't have the persistence and staying power and fortitude that other people have. I start telling myself that I'm flaky and that I get bored of things that aren't fresh and new. I start telling myself that something must be wrong with me because I can't quote unquote can't stay with something for a long time because, you know, we're, we're honestly all told to do that, right? To stick with things, see it through like this persistence and perseverance thing is, is a value in our culture and society that's taught to us. And if we're always changing what we're doing, then we start questioning, am I just running away from things when they get hard? You know, that kind of stuff. And this story, this story, you guys, it has been so pervasive in my inner world with everything from my career to hobbies to everything in my life. I beat myself up about this thing, about how I get bored of things and I just don't want to do them anymore. It's not boredom. It, I don't experience it as boredom. That's the story I tell myself. But it's not boredom. I start feeling pain, like emotional and mental pain continuing these things. And so here's the thing. What if when this happens to us, to me in this case, but maybe to you too, what if this is actually deep wisdom? What if we could forget all this story, this destructive and disempowering story that we just can't stick with something or that we should just toe the line because that's what you're supposed to do. What if we could stop with all that bullshit? <laughs> because, you know, it's not like I'm not a flaky person, but I'm judging myself for flaking off when things are hard, but it's not that things are hard. That's not why I want to quit these things. I want to quit them when it starts to feel painful, like I'm in emotional pain or mental pain. But the main symptom is that my system, my internal system starts to like really, really, really resist. Like it's just pulling me away from the thing. And with this podcast, it hasn't been like that. I'm not feeling pain. Like I wouldn't be recording this right now if I wasn't called to. I feel called to record this right now. I only ever record if I'm feeling inspired and called to and, and like I want to. That's just how I've chosen to do this project. I'm not going to force myself 
if I really don't feel like it's the right thing. So it's not like that with this project, but it is this this feeling that somehow I, I don't really want to create the space for it like I did. And so what if, you guys, what if we could listen when our systems tell us this information? What if this kind of information is really, really deep wisdom from our bodies, minds, and spirits, or from the divine, if you like? What if it's actually worth listening to? What if we trust it? What if we lean into it and say, wow, isn't this so interesting? Where am I being called? What is calling me? What is pulling me? You know, where does my system want to go? What if we asked it from that wistful, fascinated state and just let go of all of the judgment around, well, but have I been at this job long enough? Or have I done this project for long enough? Is it okay for me? Like, whose permission are we asking for? I guess society's. It's like society doesn't even, (laughs) society's just a construct, right? It's not like (laughs) an actual person. It's a whole bunch of people. Why are we always waiting for someone else's permission? It's just so, doesn't it start to feel like we're living from this old energy? It just feels like the energy of this time that we're living in is we're moving on from this, right? It's time for us to be the one whose opinion matters. It's about us giving ourselves permission nobody else, nobody else. And I wanted to record this podcast episode because I just wanted to like share with you how deeply difficult this is for me. I just, I, I, it's like, I want to share my struggle with you. I mean, that's a lot of what we do on this show. I don't know yet exactly what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm sharing it with you to talk about this idea of trusting ourselves. And just to say that something is going to happen with this show. Maybe it'll continue exactly as it's been. And it's just that my system has needed a little bit of a break. Maybe something's asking to shift. Like the show will continue, but maybe in a different format. Maybe there's a new way that whatever wisdom is meant to come through in this show, maybe there's a new way that's going to come through. Or maybe it's going to be shown to me that it's time to close the show. Maybe it was meant to be a 17 episode series and then done. And then there's something else that'll open up later. I don't know yet. I have this inkling that it may be the second of those three options, that there may be a new iteration of the show that's meant to come through, but only by allowing myself to accept what's coming through instead of resisting it. Do I even have the capacity to make space for that possibility, right? If I just insist on staying with the same thing, I could very well be missing an even more aligned, exciting version to come through, right? That wouldn't have come through at the beginning because I needed to have the experience of recording the first 16 episodes before my system was prepared to create the next iteration, I've learned this kind of stuff from my teachers. I didn't come up with this. People that are really experienced creatives and have gotten really intimate with the creative process know this and talk about this process of like, if you're going to create something, 
It's essential to make space for what's asking to come up to come up. And if we keep ourselves in a small box, we're not making space. I just invite you to like, let's continue to ask ourselves, can I trust myself more? Can I trust myself more? Can I stop shushing my inner voice with my judging mind, my rational mind, my reason? You know, reason and rationality can be valuable tools, but if we're just applying them on top of that inner voice, we are never going to be able It's like there's a time and a place for them, right? But if we're using them to shush ourselves internally, that's not what they're really meant to be for. At least that's my opinion. So let's just continue listening deeply to ourselves. It is an ever-occurring practice, right? It, It comes up in life every day, forever. So... That's what I want to share with you today. And I would love to hear where you are with this. If any of this resonates with you, I would love for you to send me an email. You can always send me an email to the email address that's just in the footer of our show notes. You'll find it right at the bottom. So please feel welcome to do that. Thank you as always for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.